Welcome, everybody. Hello, this is Neil with Portal to Ascension. How's it going, everybody? Um, great to be here with you today. This is the Disclosure Agenda, and welcome to our first episode on this in this series right here, the Disclosure Agenda. And it's going to be live on all of our platforms every Tuesday for at least one month, which will be four weeks, but maybe all the way until July. And the intention of this event, this series right here, is to um, not only explore, you know, the concept of interdimensionals and extradimensionals and get really into the spirituality and consciousness of what it means to have, you know, beings from other planets here, but specifically, we're going to go deep into the whole disclosure agenda. And I'm calling this show here Disclosure Agenda because it's about these specific agendas and these narratives that are coming forward from the mainstream when it comes to the mainstream media, when it comes to the Pentagon, the government, the fact that UFOs is a hot topic on the Senate right now. It's one of the hottest topics out there. So we're going to explore and examine what's going on here and keep an open mind, but also um, spend our time um, putting energy into the historical context of how we got to here. Because looking at how we evolved into this place right now on all the key players kind of gives us an idea of where they might be heading with this disclosure agenda so that we can put out something that is completely promoting the positivity and the upliftment of humanity within this whole arena of disclosure that's going on right now. We're going to get into that in a little bit. But here on my first episode, I have my good friend from Watches Talk TV. So let's go ahead and bring you on, Omar. I want to introduce everybody to Omar. Most of you probably have seen him or heard of him before. And um, he's going to be my co-host today on this episode. And we're going to get into a discussion about you know the times and what's going on right now. So hey, brother. Hey, what's up, brother? Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's a great privilege to be on the very first episode. Uh, let's uh, let's drop some uh, knowledge out there, man. And uh, and like you said, uh, we have to understand uh, how this story came about and how it developed in order for us to be where we are today. And uh, we're going to dig into a lot of stuff here today. But not only today, but uh, in the uh, in the coming months as well. I'm sure you're going to uh, bring on a lot of experts and uh, and dig right into this and figure out what's exactly going on because we know we can't trust the government for disclosure because that's really a double thing so really the only thing that's left to do is for us and people like yourselves as well connected to have that uh, people's disclosure so uh, you know I'm, I'm happy to be uh, you know part of this it's a great privilege yes exactly bro and we've been waiting for so long you know the whole concept of disclosure um a lot of people are jaded now from even hearing that term because they've heard it so so much like when is disclosure when is disclosure going to happen uh within the community and people that i've worked with they there is kind of split some people just say why do you keep asking when disclosures happen disclosures already happened right others are saying like well no disclosure won't happen until it's like accepted and said and owned by like the leaders of countries and they come out and they openly say that we are being visited and these crafts we don't know where they're from which is kind of like what it seems like is occurring right now but really before we get into this is kind of have to look at the history right of what disclosure is and again the intention of this show is to discuss and have open ideas as to what may be going on and also get direct feedback from the audience because we're live today. So hello and welcome to everybody joining us live right now. Um, we're actually going to be, and I'll show you in just a moment, we're putting out all of our UFO ET related content that Portal to Ascension has accumulated in the last like 10 years over the next 30 days on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash portal to Ascension. So every day there's something epic and new that is like really groundbreaking from the experiencer to the UFOs to spirituality of extraterrestrials. But every Tuesday, 
we're going to come with a show live. And not only is it for us to have these conversations in real time and what's going on in this moment, but it's also to get interaction from the audience so we can see how you're feeling about it. And because we're not going to, we're only exploring the facts right now here together, right? And we all have our own perspective, but it'll be interesting to see how the worldwide and the global community is responding and what they think is happening right now. Right, Omar? Yeah, exactly. And I think, uh, you know, another important facet of this whole thing is to really understand the word disclosure, right? Uh, are we looking for, um, you know, like, like a yes son answer from a big brother, like it's approval that UFOs are real and uh, we have contact or, you know, do we really dig into the word in itself disclosure and explore what that really means? Mm -hmm. Because for myself, UFOs and aliens are just a very small aspect of the disclosure package in general. And I think people tend to forget because of the fact that they've heard disclosure, disclosure, disclosure over the past several years is that they become desensitized to the idea and they think that disclosure only means to uh, UFOs and aliens, but it's much, much, much more than that. It's about sound healing and uh, yes. you know, the plant medicine and our ancient history. So we should really you know, explore all aspects of, uh, of this word disclosure and really mm -hmm. define what it is that we're looking for you know, either from the authorities or from Big Brother or even from ourselves when it comes to the disclosure package, right? What should we include in that that will help people on their day-to-day -day life? Awesome. Like, you know, if, uh, let's say, uh, you know, some president steps up to the podium and says, yes, there is aliens and there are UFOs and we're in contact with them. Okay, well, that's fine and dandy. Now I know that I'm not alone like I've always known, but how is that going to help me today? How is that going to help mm -hmm. me tomorrow, right? But if I have someone telling me about plant medicine or, you know, how to, uh, you know, use telepathy or astral travel, yeah. then I'm able to use those skills in my day-to-day -day life. And that to me is disclosure, right? And, uh, and then we should explore more of that. Oh yeah, I like that. And that's why I've always liked the term full disclosure, because, it, it means more than just UFOs, right? Full yeah. disclosure. So it's the disclosure of, and I, I like to say this on Portal to Ascension, for example, where we are dedicated to disclosure, disclosure of your divine potential, your unlimited human potential, disclosure of your true ancient history, where you came from, a galactic history, disclosure of tools that you can empower yourself with. So it's really a disclosure of everything and it's full disclosure. UFO disclosure is only one facet and that's been focusing on um, pretty much the the mainstream narrative of the nuts and bolts and hasn't always included the whole concept of vibration frequency and spirituality because when it comes to the whole question of ufos and who are these beings and why they have this advanced technology that can bend space time and manipulate matter and all this stuff is because there's some advanced spiritual science basically involved there there's an understanding of the realm of a frequency that we're only just now theorizing about. And a great example is, you know, Luis Elizondo, the A-tip guy, he was on 60 Minutes um, not too long ago. And they asked him, they said, um, what, why do you, why, like, basically, why do they think this is a threat? You know, because they're putting this whole narrative out as a threat. So he said that these craft aren't like doing the impossible. What they're doing is 
stuff that we're only knowing exists in theory, but we know it exists, but we're seeing an actual practical manifestation of all the things that we're coming up in theory right now, right? So it's like they understand that, whoa, all this stuff, like we're the, um, the, um, the what's it called? The double slit experiment. All these experiments we're doing that's making us blow our minds and saying, well, that's interesting. The subatomic world doesn't act like the Newtonian physical world. What's going on here? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden we're seeing actual craft doing this. And that's got them not only concerned and worried, but also speculating how could any single government have this technology at all? I don't think our governments have that technology. And if they do, it would be a very small aspect of, uh, you know, very small aspect of understanding yeah. that technology. Like you said, it's very spiritual and uh, humanity. And it's, you know, the humanity in itself is very spiritual, but the leaders that are leading, you know, these governments are not very spiritual. And uh, I don't think that they would really understand uh, you know this type of technology never mind uh, you know attempting to even use it <laughs> and, and here's another great example i don't know if you saw neil degrasse tyson on joe rogan the other day like a week ago right no i didn't and he's like a huge skeptic um he's mainstream parrot and basically um anything that you put out there et ufo he's just tries to debunk right doesn't yeah. even give it the time of day uh, he even said to Joe Rogan, think of the, he started laughing at Joe and started saying, think of the hubris to think that we're so special that ETs would actually care about us. And then Joe Rogan's like, well, I don't like that argument because I think we're really special. Look at the way we are. Look at the way we interact with the environment. Look at the, the fact that we decided to wear clothes to keep warm and all, you know, all these different things that make us very unique. But he's such a huge skeptic of UFOs that it completely put it down without giving any credible um, look at it at all and said that said why isn't it this is what he said he said last time and this time if you have all these ufos uh, that are coming everywhere and there's all these abductions that have occurred and all these settings that are getting reported why aren't there really good camera footage of it right that's what he said Joe Rogan didn't have really a full answer for him, but he says, you know, there is enough footage because obviously this footage is being leaked right now, right? But what I would have said is it's a frequency game. These things vibrate at frequencies where you can't perceive them. They That's don't want to be seen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there, there is the disconnect from the spirituality of it all. They're thinking nuts and bolts. They're not thinking vibration and frequency. Yeah, and uh, we have evidence of that with the, uh, you know, UFOs are more of a tailor-made uh, subconscious experience for each individual, like that school, aerial school in Africa, where those 50, 60 children saw those, uh, saw the UFO land in the field. And, uh, and then these kids uh, went up to uh, see what it was. And, and then afterwards, when researchers came along and asked these kids to uh, draw the images of uh, what they saw, you know, almost all of them drew something different. Uh, ETs looked different, wow. the deaf looked different. Uh, you know, I was, so at that time I realized that uh, you know, UFOs are really tailor-made to your uh, you know, level of consciousness, to your level of awareness. If you're uh, you know, low vibratory and, uh, and ignorant to the fact, then, uh, then you're not going to see uh, anything because you can yeah. see you know, only in front of your nose and you can't see anything beyond that. So I think the UFOs that people are interacting with, either they have you know, a higher state of consciousness and they're aware 
or there's something with those individuals like part of a hybrid program that they've been involved in for you know so many thousands of years now and uh, and that's how they're uh, they're interacting but guys like uh, Tyson uh, you know it's fear talking right that's that's all it is because his game is based on the fact that we're alone and by ourselves all these years and if that narrative was to change yeah. then his ego would be uh you know bruised and uh you know it would be sore right because he's been mm -hmm. parroting this one thing all these years and then suddenly he's forced to say something different and uh, you can totally see the ego in the man too right but yeah yeah and you can see the nonsensical irrational responses yeah that you would think someone of great science and one of the supposedly greatest minds in the world right now that's why they put him out there as a front man for all these things would give it some actual rational thought and look at it. But these individuals won't even look at the videos. Even Elon Musk, right? In private, he might be into UFOs, a hardcore. But when he said pretty much the same thing on Joe Rogan's show, that, and he doesn't even look or give the time of day to the videos. So he's just saying this with complete lack of understanding. And he acted like he's never even seen or heard about this or knows about the release. So one, he's probably lying. He probably knows something going on. Yeah, but yeah. on the other level, the fact that they want to show that they're they because they know they're influencers and they're really well known and they're really popular people and people follow their trends. So by them putting this information out, that just so means that they want the masses and the other people that listen to them to believe that. And then that, that gets yeah. into the question why. Yeah, it's a two way story that's going on because in public they you know, at the end, they're, they are puppets too, right? And uh, at the end of the day, in the public face, they have to maintain this one particular story. But in behind that, you know, the guy wants to go to Mars, man. Uh, you know, he yeah. must think that there's something happening in Mars. He owns a space company shooting rockets out into space. So he has to have some awareness and some sort of knowledge on the UFOs. And, and you know, the, the satellites this guy has out in space. And, uh, you know, definitely he has footage and he knows about it. And I bet you he's right into that this kind of stuff but publicly yeah. in order to you know maybe keep his finances or keep his business uh whatever the case may be right uh he has to maintain this uh this front um and money usually is a pretty big motivator in uh, in all cases right right uh, maintaining maintaining your your um level of wealth really yeah yeah, yeah exactly. that can be taken from you in any moment and he's um you Look know what happened to bill gates he just lost half his wealth yeah, I know, right? That's a whole other rabbit hole to go down. So, okay, I was going to, let's go ahead and do this. I'm going to share some articles and let's comment on these articles and we can go down historical context as we're doing it. And I want to just say hi to everybody joining in right now that's just started joining us in the last few minutes. This is the Disclosure Agenda Show. We're going to be going live for one to two months. And then after this show, every Tuesday is going to be um, a True World History Ancient Origins show. So YouTube and all the platforms we're on right now, we're going to keep going on like that. If you're on our podcast on Portal to Ascension Radio, you can go to youtube.com slash Portal to Ascension to watch this or if you're on Facebook or anything else. And um, we're just going to keep going with different shows. You know, Disclosure is the theme right now. I want to put out a lot of great content. You're going to see in a little bit here when I screen share with you that we have all this amazing benevolent ET UFO uh, information going out on multiple platforms over the next 30 days and the reason for that is is to kind of balance out with this whole threat um, UAP agenda with some positivity and as people start waking up to this information even more and more you know hopefully they'll find our channel and they'll be able to be inspired by some information rather than down what seems to be a place of fear that a lot of a lot of these governing agencies are trying to take us down right so next week we're going to have on 
um, Alan Steinfeld, and the week after that will be Grant Cameron, and then I'll announce the other people from there. But let's go ahead and share some share some um, articles right now and get into some of this relevant recent content. All right, so let's talk about this one first, Omar. Experts weigh in on Pentagon UFO report, right? So the, the UFO report technically isn't fully out yet. They still have the 25th to release more information, but a lot of agencies are reporting on it as if they did come out with it. And what it's saying is the vast majority of examined incidents were not caused by U.S. advanced technology programs, the forthcoming report concludes. So that's part of it. And I'm going to have you. Yeah, you know, yeah, I just want to quickly just say, yeah. Neil, back to the headline, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the first word, experts, right? Uh, yeah. I want to know who these experts are because, uh, you know, they've been denying, denying, denying all these years. And, uh, and then suddenly we have these experts and they never tell us who these experts really are, right? Yes. So, you know, we have to, you know, really take it with a grain of salt for me, you know, as soon as I see that experts 100%. On, you know, how come I don't see Grant Cameron uh, in that article, right? Uh, Grant yeah, Cameron yeah. is an expert, right? For me, you know, that's why that's what comes to mind, right? Uh, maybe it's their experts on the narrative that they want to give us, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, sorry, man. Let's uh, let's go. No, forward. no, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> and that let's go down that detour for a second because they um um I watch a show called The Hill. They've gone independent now because they're even more independent than the people that they were working for before. And The Hill, I watched them. Yeah. So now they're on uh, have their own thing called Breaking Points, where it's completely independent. They can do whatever they want. But they did this whole expose on how they track experts because they used to work for MSNBC and the other one worked for a conservative network and you basically there's no credentials required to be an expert nothing oh. at all there is no check for it um they and they gave multiple examples of who they called on to be experts and a lot of times it's people that are like somebody who's an expert in the stock market what do you think about this oh you're an expert so you weighed in on the pentagon ufo report that's how really? that's how it is dude 100 percent vetted oh out information God. right there Okay, so there are oh. no experts. That's just what's said for clickbait. So you get to go to yeah, the article. So I'm right? glad that my red flags go up every time I see a word yeah. like experts. It's like, okay, now so I tell know. Me, tell, me your thoughts, <laughs> tell, me your, tell me your thoughts on this, right? So this article says, vast majority of examined incidents were not caused by US advanced technology programs. And then this one, which is, was the main article that came out, government UFO report, no evidence of alien spacecraft, but can't rule it out. Well, it kind of contradicts itself from uh, the uh, the top comment to uh, to this one, right? Uh, over here, they're saying that uh, there's no alien evidence, but up top, they're saying that it's no advanced U.S. technology, yeah. and U.S. is the most advanced in the world. So, you know, if it's not U.S., right. then uh, then what are we dealing with, right? Uh, we know it's not Russians or the French or the Chinese because uh, America is far more advanced than that. Yeah. And then uh, the New York, I think it was the New York Times. I don't think it was the Post. They're the ones that came out with the first article that basically said, you know, this whole headline here, uh, no evidence of alien spacecraft, but can't rule it out. But first, it was no evidence of alien spacecraft. That was it. Then they had to update and add this at a later time, right? So what happened there, we pretty much saw what they did was... They were trying to detour the conversation to it not being aliens because a lot of people right now, millions of more people in the last year have awoken up to this. Um, look at the videos on mainstream YouTube channels, millions of views. They're not all disclosure activists, right? Most of them just regular people watching the news. So all these people are opening up to it. And the question is, are these alien? 
They say that no government can have um, any advanced technology like this. So the one thing that they didn't speak about here was another country having it. However, that's been eradicated as well because the reports show that this has been happening for decades. Yeah, a few right. days ago, there was a report that came out. It was breaking by New York Times. And uh, in the report, they were saying that uh, that 80%, probably 80% of uh, observed so-called UFOs or UAPs are probably Russian and uh, Chinese. And then the other uh, 10% or 15%, they couldn't uh, rule out. They, they weren't sure what it was, right? That's what they were saying mm -hmm. then. And then since then, they've upgraded to this. And yes. uh, I'm interested to see what is next. I don't know, but they're afraid of Neil. Like, what if the world finds out that there are aliens and uh, we're not alone in the universe and there's intelligent yeah. life? Like, what is the big deal, right? right like, why right. are, like, I don't see why there's this such a big deal behind keeping them hidden and, 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 and having yeah. this, you know, dark veil around the entire subject. It's, uh, if we're not alone, we're alone. People can handle yes. it. Yes, right? Yes. We're smart people, we're intelligent people, and all of us in every single household right across the world. You know, not one person is no smarter than the next person if they found out that there was an extraterrestrial life in the world and they wouldn't panic. Right? So well, I feel that the panic that may come from that religion may shift, people's belief system might change, but I don't think it's any worse than the panic that happens right now from just the fact that we live on this earth with all this crazy shit going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we got all like, even the last year, I don't think the panic that people have with the fear that they experience on a day-to-day -day basis is going to be trumped by the fear now that there's ETs out there. Personally, Especially if we're given the right information. Yeah, personally, I think people will be more relieved to know that there is an advanced civilization out there and mm -hmm. finally somebody might come down here and help us out with energy and uh and, and technology with medicine and you know like all this kind of stuff i think yeah. people would be more relieved to know that there is somebody out there instead of you know and we've seen it we're not alone dude too. like yes if everybody yeah, could realize we're not alone yeah. in the universe Oh, my God. We've seen it in religions, too, where, you know, we've had religious leaders, people who are very religious. They believe in UFOs and aliens. And they've always said that, you know, knowing and understanding that there's UFOs and aliens out there has never deterred me from my faith. We see that from, uh, you know, you did an interview with Paul Wallace there not long ago. And uh, I think you asked him a similar question along that line. And his answer was the same, that, you know, my faith has actually gotten stronger than uh you know deteriorating so i think everyone would respond in such a manner and and man yeah. i don't know i don't know what the big deal is these lies lies, lies. i feel that it, it we need to have that full disclosure that a lot of people will accept it i think there will be some people that won't but that's just part of the growing pains and we're gonna have because why live a lie of complete ignorance of our place in the universe when you can be introduced to the truth and it might take your lifetime but then pretty soon it's going to be normal for yeah. us and for others. So we can continue living this delusion that we're pretty much in right now. Um, even science has gone into a way where science is about, this is what we know, therefore this is true. Instead of this is what we know, but we keep learning new stuff. What else could be true? Mm -hmm. You know, so we've created all these roadblocks um, that have created stagnancy and even the way our political structure is no longer works for this advanced technological age because each party that goes in just pushes the other one back 
just undoes what the other one does. And all the, the progress is happening um, is happening like behind closed doors and they're getting all the benefits for it from these elite while we're just keep going back on our legislations because we're just fighting with each other, right? Yeah, yeah, we're division, create division. Mm-hmm. Maybe so, at least to uh, start at the grassroots level where you know, when you're electing your politician and your local riding, that one of the mandates from the public is that uh, you, know, you tell us you know, vital information that's to come. And without that uh, you know, agreement, we're not going to elect you. And if you yeah. have the entire governmental structure that's elected behalf of the people where they want the disclosure, they want UFO information, or they want whatever it is that we want. If that's the idea by everybody, then I think it's more likely to succeed than having this continuous division amongst ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And to to really go deeper into this, let's talk about the historical context, really, about just at least maybe like the last a decade and we'll go back even to the 40s right so there's been sightings right registered for decades and decades even into 1800s there's um documents and sightings and even a case of a an alien body that was buried in late 1800s in texas and it was in the newspaper and all that so this has been happening for quite some time in the 50s and the 60s um soon after world war ii after the nuclear uh, explosions all of a sudden an increase in ufo sightings and abductions occurred um, it seems from whistleblowers and from other researchers that these were both government abductions and also ET abductions, because as soon as we tapped into nuclear energy and created this ripple out into the universe, a call went out and a big beacon, basically a lighthouse, went out to the whole entire ocean of the galaxy, informing them that we have now stepped into the atomic age, in, which is an age now we can play with interdimensional quantum realities. And because we can do that, they had a more invested interest in not only us as a species on this earth, but also protecting themselves and other races from our influence since we're at such a low, we've been at such a low level of consciousness, right? So that's just like the spiritual component, but let's fast forward all these sightings in the 50s and 60s, Project Blue Book um, came about, Alan Hynek, Paul Hynek, his son was on our event last, um, Mm -hmm. just a couple of months ago. And um, he starts doing research and through their research on trying to debunk these sightings, Alan Hynek decides that this is real. The researchers for the government, Project Blue Book, went out to debunk it. Nobody wanted to hear that this was real, but they couldn't deny the evidence that something was going on. Then Project Blue Book gets uh, canceled. So they say, because what normally happens is it goes black budget after that. So it gets canceled. Now we're in, in the 2000s here. And a few years ago, around five, four or five years ago, all of a sudden there's a release that there was this program that started in 2008 called ATIP, which is the Advanced Aerial Threat Program or something like that. I forget the exact no, name. I think that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, that they were, and this guy called Luis Alessandro was behind it. And Tom DeLong, the ex singer Blink 182, has been working with these guys for ages and are now creating this organization to bring out this information and try to figure out what these crafts are. No talk about you aliens at this point, only about these, these crafts. We need to figure it out. We can use this technology, right? This is around five years ago. After that, Hillary Clinton comes on to Jimmy Kimball, says it's called UAP. Then we have the rebranding 
kind of started with Hillary Clinton, but around that time, off the word UFO to UAP, because UFO had been ridiculed for so long in the mainstream mm -hmm. that if you would watch a news show on it, they would have little sounds, do 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 do, or the little green men on the show. But all of a sudden, when Hillary Clinton was on Jimmy Kimmel around the same time, there was a green light when Tom DeLonge came out with everybody that no longer have to ridicule the UFO story, call it UAP, help us rebrand this thing. New York Times was the first one to put it out there. Every news station took the exact same wording, exact same article, even competing, competing news stations. And then they put it out there that there was this program. And then from there, it's just been a ripple effect after that, drop after drop after drop, all these conflicting agendas, um, manipulation in the media. And now we are at modern time right now where now everybody is finally aware of it within congress and senate and they're asking for some sort of release to occur some sort of disclosure nice uh nice wrap up on that uh let's talk about uh you know one of the major sightings that happened in the united states i think it was in the 80s in la when uh, they started uh, shooting at the uh, ufo you remember mm -hmm. that one yeah right? uh, there's uh there's that major one there and then we got the uh, phoenix lights uh, same thing, uh, you know, mega UFO. So, but you know, I I, I totally agree with the the point that um, the word UFO, because of the stigma that's being attached to it, uh, no one's going to take it serious. And uh, yeah. and this new this rebranding, um, you know, I don't know, Neil. Like you know, this rebranding that they're trying to do, they're still attaching people still remember the UFO, right? So regardless of what you call it, uh, every time you say that, people are just always gonna go back to the UFO, yes. UFO, UFO. I don't think their branding is working out that well. No, I don't think it's gonna work at all because I think people are accustomed to the UFO and yeah, they like wanna it. know if the UFOs are true or not, right? Not yeah, UFOs yeah. or anything like that. I think I read a story, uh, what was it like last year? Uh, in France that they had uh, captured uh, some sort of alien uh, vehicles, uh, yeah. alien technology, alien vehicles. Uh, you know, we're, we're well into it. Uh, exactly. So when this report comes out, it's, I mean, even if the report comes out with all this stuff redacted, and even if the report comes out with hardly any evidence, just the stuff that they've released in the last six months, let alone the last 10 years, that is already available on the websites, um, you know, type in UFO NSA, type in UFO CIA, type in UFO FBI. It will take you to all of their websites with their content. Go through some of those articles there. Go through some of those things. They're insane. There's like one craft that was found in like the 19 in 1954. Some guy was hiking in uh, Upland, New York, and all of a sudden, this like amazing craft was there, and with all these etchings that were like some foreign language from off planet was on it. These are the reports. This is what's in the reports that is there. So there's, there's he, a guy in Winnipeg. Same thing in the 60s. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing. He was out hiking or something, and the, suddenly this UFO showed up and it burnt him. He went to go and touch it, and uh, when it went to go lift off, uh, it burnt him uh, in the chest and left all these different, uh, you know, people call it a design, right? But when you look at it, it almost had the uh, sacred geometry, um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, patterns to it, right? So, uh, you know, that was, I found that was pretty interesting. Yeah, exactly. So there's so much evidence out there ready to go and ready to be read that you just read it and you're like, okay, this isn't Chinese, Russian. This isn't US. I mean, unless the ET comes out of the craft and says, hey, I'm from off planet, you can even doubt that it's ET, right? But yeah, you can say that it's 
nothing that you can ever be aware of. Yeah, you know, I'm, I, I got to say, Neil, that uh, the way our society is, um, you know, the way our reality is, you know, fixed is like our reality is like really static, right? Uh, nine to five. Uh, yeah. TV, supper, sleep, wake up, weekend, you know, you do your weekend thing and then it's, it's very static and people have this routine and they're, they've had all these ideas interjected into their minds over the years and, and the reality is that, you know, people are struggling and they're fighting, they want to survive. Uh, you know, some people, they just want more and more and more. So they're, you know, they're focused on that. And, you know, for me, you know, I don't think there's anything the government can say or the government can do that's gonna retract people from this false reality that we're currently trapped in to even acknowledge the fact that ETs are out there. Like you said, you know, it would have to be like a major, major, major event where ET like literally, you know, has to land at Buckingham Palace mm-hmm. or at White House and get out and greet the queen or the, or, or the president. And beyond that, you know, I yeah. just don't think people have the mindset to, because every time they hear aliens or UAPs or UFOs, because they've had that connected now, every time they hear that or see that on TV or in on their screens, they're they're passing it by and they're ignoring it. Yeah, right. Uh, it's only really people like ourselves and the people that are starting to wake up because of this whole mess last in the last year that are asking questions are becoming aware of it, but. Overall, that's like a very small percentage of human civilization. And, you know, so that's why it's even more important to do shows like this, to plant those seeds in those people's minds, this very small community, and and expand on that to the rest of the world. Like, we really have to find a, you know, a different approach almost, uh, you know, because this government thing ain't working. Uh, You know, it's never going to work. It's up to us, Neil. It's up to you. Yeah, uh, you have the us. biggest platform, you know, it, like it really is. Uh, so I, I feel a lot of people are waking up to this now, for sure. New people are coming to it. And but then they have they don't they only have half. They only have not even half the picture, only a very small percentage of the picture because it's just what's being told to them. And if if the first thing you hear about UFOs is it could be a threat to our airspace, what's the first thing you're going to think of? That's what you're going to think of. That's the foundation you're going to base your whole entire you go UFO back to belief movies. system, on, right? Right. So, you go to Independence Day, things like that is in your exactly. mind, right? That's why putting uh, some positive information, because yeah, the rabbit hole goes deeper than most realize. And as one Pentagon official said, that when we find out about the UFO report, he said this a few months ago, that you're gonna realize there's much more happening than we even could even imagine. Those are his yeah. own words, right? So I'm gonna read this here. Well, let's talk about this, and we got like 15 more minutes. And I want to talk about Obama and what he said, and then show you guys a couple of events. So what we can expect for the Pentagon's UFO report, right, on NY Magazine here. And let's just, we're going to skim over this a little bit. But of course, there was the $2.3 billion uh, relief package. The UFO thing was put in there. Why was it happening? Well, isn't it interesting that the UFO, the New York Mag themselves says, which the report, which comes after a slow four-year drip uh, parentheses disclosure <laughs> of reporting and government admissions of UFO sightings. Yes, there has been a drip. Could be delivered to Congress any day now. Okay. And um, 
what does an early report look at? So on June 3rd, the New York Times reported that senior administration officials who were briefed on the UAP report have found no evidence that objects seen by Navy pilots over the past decade are not of this earth. Nevertheless, the Times states intelligence officials still cannot explain the usual movements. So what could the report contain? The legislation passed in December 2020 stipulates that the report must include a detailed analysis of unidentified aerial phenomena data and intelligence collected by the Office of Naval Intelligence, the FBI, and the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force. The, this is a program with DOD. So this is multiple different places, the FBI as well, which already released their information, and the Naval Intelligence because the footage is coming out of the Navy. It goes on to call for a detailed description of interagency process for how the data was collected, okay? You wanna comment on that before I jump to the next section here? No, no, go ahead, keep going. Okay, so why is this coming out now, right? So let's read this part first. If the objects are, let's say, next generation planes or drones from China, it would certainly validate those who push for the report's release and modernizing the government's approach to UFOs, even if that conclusion is more boring than the possibility of the presence beyond our solar system. You know how, lack of a better term, ignorant <laughs> paragraph yeah, is? Look, look, look. If objects are, let's say, next generation planes or drones, it would certainly validate those who push for this report. So if it's not planes or drones from China, it doesn't validate the report because the report's probably for aliens. And if it's alien life, we should not give a crap about it. You know, like- Also up, uh, up, up earlier where they're saying that, uh, you know, they can't explain the movements. Um, you know, they, they really think uh, that we're gonna buy that because of the fact that they have intelligence on every single aircraft on this planet. Doesn't yeah. matter which which army it is. Doesn't matter which air force, which country it is. So if they know that none of the other countries have aircraft that move like UFOs do, then there is only one answer that's left. That's that those aircraft or those UFOs that they're seeing are not terrestrial. Yeah, and if it was that another country had these crafts, right? Even though there's so much evidence, the fact that this has been happening for decades, and that means they would have that technology back then then we're completely screwed, right? Because <laughs> we don't have that technology and they've won. So it's like, no matter which way they try to put this out, the end result is going to be a profound one. Yeah, you know? yeah. All right, so over the next, this is how it basically got, why this is coming out now. Over the, the next few years, lawmakers and defense officials began to take interest as more Navy pilots shared their accounts of frequent run-ins with UFOs, and several videos of encounters were released, as most of us know here. By June 2019, senators were reportedly coming out of the woodwork to be briefed on the phenomena, which resulted in a vote by the Senate Intelligence Committee in June 2020 that the first green lit the idea for the UFO report, a provision which set the six-month timer bringing us up to today. Now, from what I've heard, uh, you know, these videos that are being released, that uh, the Pentagon themselves haven't released these videos, that it was leaked by the pilots, and uh, the Pentagon is reluctantly um, supporting it and commenting on it and uh, trying to uh, cover Great it point. up kind of deal, right? So, point. and also another question is, is that why are these videos always in night vision or, uh, you know, something Infrared. other than uh, your normal HD camera? Because yeah. uh, we know that these, uh, these planes have them. So why are these footages that are always coming out always uh, in, in night vision? And there's another channel that I came across, Neil, maybe you wanna check him out. Uh, he's called uh, Thunderfoot and uh, he does uh, the videos 
uh, infrared videos on uh, military fighter jets. And uh, what oh, I've noticed, seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, what he noticed, uh, he showed the uh, UFO that uh, that these guys are releasing next to a, I think, F-16 fighter. Yeah, I and, saw that uh, and both of them look identical, right? There, so I'm not quite sure what to think now yeah. after seeing that. So what are they putting out there? Is it like deception within deception within deception? Yeah. So many inceptions, so many inception versions of confusion that they've completely thrown us off the the reality of what's going on and thrown maybe some truth but not some truth and maybe a few real craft with not some real craft. Yeah. Because I did see those and they're, you know, we're just taking their word on the sensors and how much it's doing because no one's really testing it that they're coming out with the, the, you know, all of the evidence and saying, well, this is what it is. And also, are they in this together is the Pentagon, uh, like the Pentagon can't be directly connected to it. So they can say it's got leaked and then they can just confirm it, but they're in bed with whoever's doing this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, which is implied by some individuals that is the case, or is it that these individuals just are whistleblowers, like they want to be looked at and they came out with this information. And now the Pentagon is like, oh yeah, um, Oh, whoops. Yeah, that is us. It came out. We're just going to say it's okay that it is our footage and we're not going to hold the person who took it out accountable for leaking these documents. Right. Well, if we, if we, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and and don't forget, some of these documents are already declassified. So you can't really get in trouble for the declassified documents. If we look at the, you know, the video, let's say just as an example from Thunderfoot and uh, say to ourselves, okay, if this is what that's happening, and then you listen to the narrative of the, the footage that's coming out of the uh, Pentagon or from these pilots, then that sounds like it's theatrical because they're making a hype and they're saying, you know, hey, look at that thing, look how fast it's going. So what that shows me that it was pre-written, the script was pre-written and these guys were supposed to do this when they were up there and then they can release that video as uh, you know the real thing that uh, these guys uh, came across. So. You know, like I said, there's that confusion there now, right? Because you, because of the theatrical aspect of it, because if it is an F-16 or an F-14, like uh, what that one guy is saying, then then we have to listen to the speech or what the uh, the pilots are saying and ask ourselves what's going on here, right? And uh, mm-hmm. and 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 really consider that aspect of the whole thing because it could be deception. Right, or it could be a tidbit of truth wrapped in deception and lies, and yep. uh, and and like you said, you know, they'll put up like so many of these, and then uh, and then one or two times they'll show you the real thing, and then they'll say, "Oops, you know, they'll never yeah. believe you." <laughs> so it, it goes back to like basically the UFO phenomena has been in the conversation for a long time, but when it comes to you know people watching this right now, people connect to our community. Uh, UFO disclosure, individuals, uh, extraterrestrial connection, spirituality, consciousness, all that. When it comes to that, there's been a huge push from us during these conferences, these um, these events, um, really big. That even the even when the show Ancient Aliens came out, it really started introducing a lot of people. They were one click away from just having something talk to them about aliens on on TV, right? So it became more and more accepted. And I feel that even ancient aliens was kind of maybe placed there by some sort of elite in order to introduce people towards something that was gonna eventually be disclosure because ancient aliens actually shifted almost all the episodes to complete the disclosure episodes about modern stuff as well now, right? Mm -hmm. So it's almost like that they were there and planted from the beginning to do this to help 
were so what was occurring is that there was such a huge awareness of disclosure and UFOs and ETs um, that seemed to be going to the mainstream that they it was inevitable that this information is going to come out and mm -hmm. they wanted to get ahead of it, right? It looks like that they wanted to get ahead of it. So some drip disclosure plan, whether it's multiple factions involved or whatever, seemed to have been kickstarted in order for them to get ahead of it as the ones that release this information. Plus, a lot, like a lot of speakers have said, is people be really upset at the government when they realize how much they've been lied to about this phenomena and what the presidents and the um, you know, the government has known for, for decades now. So what they needed to do is they needed to let go of all accountability and um, that it was their fault at all. So now what's happened is it's come, the, the fall men are the FBI, the DOD, the Pentagon. Uh, and But the thing is, they can't even be the fall people because the individuals that lied to us are no longer even in their positions anymore mm -hmm. right so not only has the government lost and um, completely been like we don't know anything we never knew anything oh my god please tell us what's going on but they're also holding accountable people that don't even have the individuals in those departments anymore to be held accountable completely mm -hmm. releasing any chance of anybody saying you lied to us and now they're like the saviors the, oh, thank you so much for releasing this information to us. Thank you so much for creating this program to figure out what's going on. Oh, thank you so much for protecting us. Yeah, yeah. Threat, right? I hear you. I hear you. When, uh, you know, when, <laughs> we, when we do make contact with ET and discover the benefits of uh, contact, what that benefit means, and people come to find out that we can fight diseases and cancers and et cetera. And when they realize that their loved ones could have been saved because if this contact had been made earlier, I think they're going to be very upset and they're going to hold the government accountable. So regardless, exactly if they try to pass it off to whatever, at the end of the day, they're the ones that claim to have authority. And if they can't yeah. have authority over their own agency, then, you know, tough luck. The buck stops with you, buddy. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what's up, dude. Like, because the fact is that there's a lot of sciences and, and technologies that were suppressed that could have led to less deaths, mm -hmm. more harmonious existence, less stress and struggles. Right? And obviously, we were meant to go through those for those reasons, but not everybody accepts and understands that notion. Yeah. So, like, so for sure that, dude, they had the technology to completely eliminate cancer cells, maybe using some advanced tech, maybe some reverse engineering stuff. Like, I've seen documents and people talk about that mm -hmm. but, so that's why they want to let go of accountability because if they let go of the accountability when that comes up and the technology is discovered they're like oh we're discovering it now for the first time yeah yeah um, tricky tricky let's talk about this one and then i want to show everybody obama. what's going on <laughs> the next one. so some of you may have seen obama let's see if there's an image of him here no but obama was on the james gordon james Corden. i forget the his late name. late show i think yeah uh, wasn't yeah it the late late show uh, this is a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, we work with Grant Cameron, who's going to be on in two weeks from now, exactly two weeks from now, and many other uh, researchers that have said that a lot of people just won't accept disclosure until the president says ETs exist, UFOs are occurring, and this is happening, right? Um, and we're not there yet because that hasn't happened, right? However, it's extremely interesting to know that the first ever president slash ex-president, the last president, has now gone onto one of the puppet shows because that's where people go to recite puppet information and tell everybody these late shows have been completely hijacked that, um, and have gone out there and basically said that we don't know exactly what they are, but there's something that's air we need to start you know, going into it. We've had mi milestones of UFO 
releases and consciousness awakenings in the last four years. A few weeks ago when this happened, that was the next one. The fact that now a president, an ex-president is even talking about this, you know, whether you like him or not, you know, um, just the fact that a president has now stepped into that realm of actually talking about UFOs when the same president was actually asked before and he said he didn't know anything. But they said to him, what about ETs and alien life? And he goes, I can't talk to you about that stuff on air. Yeah. But we don't know exactly what these craft are in the space. Yeah. Yeah. So it, he knows that there's contact. Like, again, you know, we go back to the same old thing. You know, they got to keep this public narrative, but slowly but surely, uh, it's going to come out and uh, they, they give you like little tips like you just said, you know, you know, we can't talk about that ET stuff on air. But, you know, when we're in the back having a drink, I can tell you how many we're in contact with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And just like, what does that even mean? Because we already know how he, he's such a, um, the way he like communicates is very methodical, right? Yeah. So like, even saying that just like is implying something there. And it's all about the subliminal messages. Really, you got to pick up on this stuff. So let's 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 end with this one here. Why haven't we heard from NASA this whole last four years, guys? Why hasn't NASA said, well, we're the people that are actually in space. Let's tell you what we know about UFOs, right? Because a lot of the astronauts have said that they've seen stuff, you know, in space. A lot of cosmonauts in Russia is pretty much you know, Edgar Mitchell, even, who was an astronaut, is definitely in the conscious movement, he's passed away now. So why hasn't NASA said anything about it? Well, they're finally speaking now. NASA's oh, yeah? <laughs> new boss, right? He's not happy with the Pentagon's report. So what did he say? We'll start investigating UFOs now. Oh, great. <laughs> you mean you haven't, you have like all these HD cameras up in space looking yeah. at things all the time and you haven't been noticing things because... I see anomalies off, on their websites all the time. Yeah, cutting you know? off live streams from the ISS. Everything, every time something, you know, strange flies by. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll buy that for a dollar, man. <laughs> mm -hmm, exactly. So he goes. NASA's new chief isn't satisfied with the Pentagon's inconclusive UFO report. Newly installed, and it's so interesting. I think they want people to think it's already come out. Yeah. Because they keep saying it like it's not even out yet. It's they've only just released a bit. Right, so it's newly a installed. It's a narrative because when when the actual documents comes out, it's going to be so redacted that there's going to be nothing on it. I bet you they're going to go through page through page through page, and it's all going to be blacked out with like maybe a word here and maybe a word there, and uh, and then they're going to say, "Well, there's the disclosure." They're going to bring their experts on, and they're going to give us this dripping that they've been giving us, and they're just going to talk about that, try to blow that out of hype, and uh, and then create a narrative around that. Yeah, that's what Who I'm. Who knows, seeing. man? I mean, like, because if you look at some of the claims about the UFOs and the governments and the ETs that the governments are involved in, and you know the fact that the Nordic ETs were in communication with the Navy and the Air Force had a different ET race that was giving them technology, and both of them had different advancements of technology. And like, there's even a report on these um, two, like the Air Force and the the Air Force and the Navy meeting up at a location in space, but they didn't know each other was going to be there because they both had technology that they didn't even know that the other one had. Right? What? That was a Seriously? report that came out too. Wow, yeah, crazy. And then, and then you look at the USO, I'll show you guys in a minute, but we're going to have it come on our YouTube channel in a few weeks, guys. But the US Navy um, patents for UFO technology, like, like, oh my God, right? Just type in, in YouTube after this or somewhere, 
USO, uh, US Navy UFO patents. Watch the videos on it and watch their patents. The all types of amazing technology that is some reverse engineer technology that they've only been putting out in the last few years that they're literally getting ready for an industry that is going to be using this technology we can like, and they're getting ready for a complete shift in society and structure and they're pat patenting everything right now so that when it occurs, they're the ones that get the, the money from this whole thing. I seen a video, um, how was it, last year maybe, um, you know, six months ago, seven months ago, but they, uh, they showed an aircraft carrier and on that aircraft carrier as a jet was flying by and the camera was moving over off to the side there was uh you know one vehicle that was uh circular and uh and then when the camera panned down i was trying to like look underneath it right because i was showing amy i was like look at that that kind of looks like a ufo and uh and then when i was trying to like look underneath right like to see the camera see if there's any wheels that's uh, holding up this crap there was nothing right uh this thing looked like it was just floating there right just mm. just hovering there and uh, and i was pointing that out to amy i was like look at that honey and i backed up a few times uh you know trying to really register what i was seeing and then uh and then i moved on and then i started watching other videos and then the other videos are trying to debunk this one particular video and uh so i was like okay i'll, I'll find the uh i'll find a link for you and uh, and then i'll mm -hmm. send you that link you've probably already seen it but uh, you know, you may not have it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty it interesting. Over. Yeah, it yeah. is an interesting looking thing. So, yeah. So, so bottom line is, it's a very interesting time, and there, it's been interesting for quite some time, right? And it just keeps getting even more intricate. The drama is unfolding even more so. Um, I'll give you one great example of some conflicting drama information. New York Times was the one that was obviously employed to come out with the first release with Tom DeLonge and the whole crew of people that he had coming out four or five years ago. And then also they wanted us to know this information. Someone wanted them to tell us. And then they're also the ones that just came out with saying that doesn't show that it's alien life. So what have they showed us there? Either some sort of person that was giving the information for them to release has changed, right? And now they're like, oh, we don't want anything to know. Or it's the same individuals, but they never wanted us to think it was aliens in the first place. Those are the only two, yeah. only two ways. Either they've changed owners, the, the faction has shifted and now saying, no, cancel, cancel, tell people this, nothing, right? Or it's the same agenda, but they're confusing us and playing both sides and something is going on there. And no matter which one it is, obviously something is happening. And because of the fact something is happening, the what we're going to see come out of this is definitely going to be groundbreaking if we spend the energy and time and it doesn't just dissipate as a news story right mm -hmm. which i don't think it will at this point historically confusion's been the name of the game mm -hmm. right uh in all the events everything that's anything to do with any type of importance it's always confusion is the biggest part i find is uh, they've intertwined that in there so this could very well be the same thing where there is a faction change that sounds more plausible to me where you know a group has changed or hijacked or whatever the case may be the administration's changed and yeah. uh, and there's different uh, agendas taking place but one thing's for sure there is something big 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 happening and we've been seeing this happen since last year and what mm -hmm. we've gone through in the last year i think really has part to do with what's coming and, uh, and what's coming is, uh, it's huge, probably in the next year, year or so, I'm thinking uh, yeah. 15, 12, 15, 18 months. 
the fact is we live in a very diverse, beautiful, Various massive, <laughs> massive universe, right? Um, if you go up to someone right now and they tell you that chances are there's no alien life outside in the universe, that's probably not going to happen. And if it does, it's probably someone that believes that it's a holographic universe and we're just in a hologram by ourselves. (laughs) It's either that or that. That's pretty much it right now. And so it's like, just look at the, 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 the reality of the fact that also we're discovering that life now may not be limited to the Goldilocks zone right within this dimension right and also when we're also understanding that in higher dimensions that this is mainstream physics that all these opposing forces like electromagnetism and other forces that seemingly opposite forces unify as one force in these higher dimensions that only makes theorists and experts (laughs) (laughs) only makes only makes experts think that um that if that's the case then we have a more of an ability to manipulate and control our external reality in these higher dimensions. Mm-hmm. So having the constructs of being on earth, having the sun heat you up and all these things start fading away, the more you shift in these realities and dimensions. This is none of this, this might sound like some metaphysical book I'm reading to you, but this is all mainstream physics, right? So since 1921, mind you, when they first started theorizing about this. So it's like, it's a reality. Um, what's happened is we've been in this dark age for so long in this dualistic expression, but with then all of a sudden we tapped into the quantum world. When we started tapping into the quantum world, uh, technology started going into levels that our consciousness wasn't even at yet, but we started going out into the universe on a level that our consciousness wasn't really prepared for and is now Mm -hmm. trying to really keep up with that. And since that's occurring, we're now able to start perceiving this alternate reality where we're only now scratching the surface of what it means to be UFOs around us, ETs around us. But since we're at this level of consciousness and we're on our way up to this higher level of consciousness, we're not even at a percentage really of realizing the vastness of the universe and what's really going on on this planet. And so so it's almost like growing pains really. We just gotta like be gentle with ourselves and we need to not get arrogant about knowing because there is so much more in the future for us. There's so much more evolution that's going to occur. Just to think that we're at this level now where we've figured it out, it's just going to be even more beautiful if we step back and realize what else is there to figure out. You know? Yeah, exactly. This is uh, you know, the end of one yuga cycle uh, going into a new one. And, uh, and really this, this energy and this frequency and this contact and the awareness is just going to increase as the uh, as the years flow by as we switch into this new age and it's kind of weird how it always goes back to that doesn't it uh, you know we could be talking about aliens and ufos and all of that but at it's the end of the it. day you know when you come back right down to the grassroots it's always about the cycles it's the energetic cycles that you know your world is going through you're going through your incarnations yeah. are going through you can track the timeline you can be like oh <laughs> yeah. okay it makes sense what's happening right now yeah, this is where exactly. we are yeah <laughs> yeah all right, so okay, I'm gonna let me share share this with you guys now. Okay, so everybody here, um, if you did not hear me earlier, you are now watching the Disclosure Agenda show. That's the first episode. So welcome to the first episode. Uh, everybody on our uh, podcast, we're on Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, and many other platforms. Portal to Ascension Radio. 
please do subscribe to Portal to Central Radio if you can. And uh, if you're listening to the podcast on Portal to Ascension Radio, you can come to our YouTube, youtube.com slash Portal to Ascension to watch the video if you want to kind of look at the articles here. But this is the first episode in this series. Um, you know, I intended to do it for four weeks going until the end of this month, but it really looks like it might go till the end of July. And then after that, the show is going to change and we're going to do an ancient civilization, true world history exploration show. And I think Omar which I think you're already down for, for sure, will probably be my co-host for most of those shows because we're both into ancient history on an unprecedented level and we have great conversations about oh, it. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So, but right now we're doing this. And the reason why we're doing this is we want to expose some truths. We want to have some discussions. We want to read some comments from you guys and see how everybody's feeling about it and also put out a lot of positivity. And part of that is the fact that I am releasing around 300 hours of UFO ET experiencer interdimensional footage from the Portal to Ascension archive. And you can go on youtube.com says Portal to Ascension right now and see some of the premieres that are set up just to get an idea of what's happening. Every single day of this month and next month, it's gonna be some great content putting out there, just, just giving you another facet and dynamic of this phenomena. Some examples here, UFOs in the world today. So UFO sightings, case studies, ancient advanced technology of the gods, right? And the Anunnaki and the extraterrestrial connection, crop circle sacred geometry and theories on where they came from, different extraterrestrial races and their history, history unacknowledged advanced reverse engineered ET technology and UAPs, a two and a half hour presentation showing you a lot of these crafts that actually have been made by governing organizations over the last decades and showing you their blueprints and everything. Like this is all out there, right? We've been doing this for a while now. So we're gonna release this footage just to inform people really about what's happening because it doesn't seem like they wanna tell us the entire truth. And then like, for example, Toro Roswell with museum with interview with Paula Harris, Clifford Stone, two extraterrestrial experiencer conferences, eight hours a day of testimonies from experiences and their contact with extraterrestrials, ancient civilization stories of star beings, um, sacred geometry conference, multidimensional evidence of extraterrestrial activity, research study on UFO contactees. Uh, let's see what else here. We got UFO sightings research and testimony of ET experiences, different ways of contacting and communicating with ETs, UFOs in Antarctica and secret space program revealed. So go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash portal to ascension, subscribe there, click the notification bell if you're compelled to do so. And, um, just be inundated with some awesome, beautiful UFO ET related content over the next couple of months, because we just want to keep putting out this positivity out there. It's not about this fear. It's not about um, unidentified aerial threats. It's about understanding the depth and the vastness of our connection to the cosmos, who we are, where we came from, and our ancestry to these beings, because we're actually intricately connected to many of our star family that have an invested interest in our own evolution. And when this information comes out there, when the truth of all this comes out there, oh my God, man, it's gonna, it's, it is changing the world. I'm excited for it. Yeah, totally. It's gonna totally change the world. And, uh, you know, like I've always said, uh, we have to know where we came from in order for us to know where we're headed. And this artificial amnesia that's been placed onto us, we need to lift it and uh, and really learn where we came from. Because look at the past civilizations that's happened to them, Lemuria, Atlantis, you know, all destroyed. Now, do we want to be, you know, another relic in the past, or do we want to continue on, continue to come back, reincarnate on this world, and enjoy different human experiences and really evolve ourselves to the higher dimensional state that uh, that we are from. 
and mm -hmm. uh, you know, so we have to we have to live this amnesia that we're in, and uh, and when we do, it's going to be uh, you know, it's going to be grand. It's like the third eye right here is just going to shine, and it's going to you know, it's going to be uh, you know, you're going to be radiating with light uh, once you really discover who you truly are. And, uh, and, and that's what we need, because if we find out who we are, then there will be no shock with the extraterrestrials, because they're really, in a sense, we're extraterrestrials ourselves. So, yeah. you know, it won't be uh, that much of a shock to the system. Yeah. Yes. And there's so much to learn, so much to explore. So that's why we have all this footage out there, like from the ancient technology and advanced connection to the star beings, to modern stuff that's going on, to technology that can change the world. Um, there's just a lot out there. So we're going to be going live four to eight weeks. Next week, I'll probably have more of an understanding of exactly what we're going to do. Omar is going to be on again in a few weeks, and you should come back for that because he's making a big announcement of some project that he's doing with Watchers Talk. And um, Omar and I hopefully will be doing a lot more of these together. But um, yeah, so come back, check us out. Next week, we do have um, Alan Steinfeld, right? A lot of you probably know him too. He's been on many of our shows. So Alan's going to be my guest next week. And Omar, if you want, you want to come on next week as well? Then yeah, we absolutely. Have Love discussion. Alan. Okay. I just uh, ordered his book, Making Contact, uh, just uh, just came out. So uh, check that out on uh, on Amazon and prepare yourselves for the next show. <laughs> mm -hmm. So Alan and Omar will be both next week, 24 hours minus one hour from now. And then Grant Cameron will be on the week after that. And that's going to go deep. We're going to have a lot of questions. It might go over an hour even maybe a couple of hours of just like a lot of information that we're going to be getting from him also talking about the experiencers, but it's going to continue to grow. We will definitely talk about and react to whatever's happening right now over the last week, like we just did, but then we're also going to be bringing in people that talk about the consciousness of what's occurring on the planet right now. And also what it really means is like, who are these beings? Where did they come from? Why are we being visited? Um, those are kind of questions that we want to address here. And it's kind of like a philosophical show, you know? And and if people have uh, you know, news clippings or uh, something like that from their own countries that are not available to us here in North America, maybe Neil, uh, you can toss your uh, email out there and uh, people can email you uh, news clippings and uh, things like that, UFO sightings, and uh, we can Great really idea. Uh, dig deep into this and, uh, and explore those that's happening in, uh, you know, around the world. If you guys out there send me content that we can keep the show going and just keep well, analyzing this stuff. Uh, I'll be really awesome, actually. So um, info at portal to I just put it on the YouTube. If you're tuning in on Facebook or on Pilled, we're live on Pilled too. So hey to all the Omar's people on there. Um, if you want, uh, oh, on Twitch, we're on Twitch for the first time, guys. Yeah. Portal to Ascension <laughs> on Twitch. So hey, everybody on that as well. So um, send me content and we can go over your footage and you can even you know comment on it too. Info at portal to now let's keep it as interactive as possible. Yeah, people's disclosure by the people for the people mm -hmm. and uh, with the people. Exactly. So uh, yeah, send us send us everything: news clippings, videos, uh, MP4s, MP3s, radios, whatever, whatever you feel that when they're talking about this stuff and you want to look deeper into it, send it over, and uh, I'm sure uh, we're, we'll we'll dissect it and find mm -hmm. out what it is. Yeah. And this show here is not we know it's an exploration of what we know so that we can find out more that's right <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's not like yo this is it this yeah. is an exploration of what is it 
so that we can all figure it out together because yeah yeah it's a great idea i love it yeah so it's interactive and uh and you're right it's like opening up rabbit holes that uh, we've already opened up and just going down those a little bit deeper with a clearer understanding of what we've just learned from all the other ones and uh, it just mm -hmm. makes it more fun and uh educational too right we all walk away with uh with some new knowledge exactly all right, so let's close it up, Omar. But before Good I brother. close it up, why don't you tell everybody a bit about yourself and where they can find out more about you? I'm Omar from the team Watchers Talk, and uh, you can find me on uh, YouTube under uh, Watchers Talk. And uh, you can go to my events website, projectionofview.com. And uh, that's pretty much it. And uh, I do a lot of work with Neil, and I'm sure you're going to see a lot more of me. And uh, we're streaming. Uh, we have an event coming up on June 20th, 21st called Seed. Uh, we're going to be uh, focusing on uh, plant medicine and animal communication, which is uh, being streamed to uh, portaltoascension.org. Uh, so uh, come check that out. That's a two-day free event, and uh, you can find tickets for that on my Facebook profile uh, under Omar Fazi. Uh, look that up, and uh, you know, see you there. It's a free event. Uh, you know, if you're compelled to donate, uh, please do so. But if not, then uh, all the same. Uh, this is for everyone. It's our seventh uh, birthday, six six years down, seventh season coming up, and it's also mm -hmm. the uh, summer solstice. So uh, we're really going to be celebrating uh, the solstice and the earth and the plant medicine and the animals and you yes. know this this uh, this biosphere just in uh, in general. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking See you forward guys to that. There. And I'm going to be a presenter on that event as well. I'll be talking about. Um, my journey through life and the plant medicines that I found along the way and what kind of experiences are just that kind of a general understanding of plant medicine and some science behind it. So that's going to be an amazing event, Seed, and Omar can announce that again next week as well. And I just want to say Higher Dimensions had said in the, in the YouTube right here, everyone has a piece of the puzzle and that's exactly it. And if, if, you know, we were to have another mission statement on Portal Dissension, it would be subtitle, everyone has a piece of the puzzle. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what it's really about, is that yeah. community and realizing that, you know, it's not about someone learning and presenting to the other person. It's about discussion and debating of ideas and us figuring it out together because we, you know, we don't have complete remembrance of our past lives. We don't remember our ET existences. We um, have some sort of amnesia on this planet. So we're all adding and bringing back pieces to the puzzle, learning how to work together and provide our piece of the puzzle in the most non-reactory, in the most harmonious way possible so that it could fit with the other pieces and then we could figure out what the heck are we doing on this planet. Yeah, you know? <laughs> serve the whole. So yeah, serve the whole instead of the one because when you serve the whole, the one's needs are already attended to. So, you yeah. know, we, uh, you know, really we have to work together as, as teammates, as brothers and as sisters and that's the only way, you know, we, uh, we share this planet, people. Uh, yeah. Love is the only vibration. And uh, if we can all just come to terms with that, it would, what a beautiful existence it would be. Imagine the human experience if everybody was in love with everybody and, uh, and everything it would be so amazing. It would be just amazing. Yeah, and we need to do that, the inner work in order to get to that place, you know? Yeah. It's easier said yeah. than done, but really oh, yeah. we need to put in that energy and that work in order to like shift ourselves so that we feel compassion just for existing on this planet so that we can take care of the planet because we kind of take care of the planet in the same way we take care of ourselves we neglect ourselves we you know um, yeah. some people find it hard to even say i love myself right 
and are more likely to love others more than they can even love themselves. Mm -hmm. So if we are a microcosm of the macrocosm, which is earth, then isn't, aren't we doing that to our planet? A planet yeah. is us, yeah. you know? So that's, that's, why that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. That's why we're destroying it. One nuclear bomb a week for the last 75 years since Trinity, do the math on it, 2056, divide that by 75 and then divide that by 12 and uh, you know, divide that by uh, four and then you'll come to find out that uh, these guys have been blowing up a nuclear device on our planet once a week for the last yeah. 75 years. I'll say that again. Once a week, if you average it out, once a week for the past 75 years, they have been blowing up a nuclear bomb somewhere on this planet. That is sick. That is that is absolutely sick. I really and you know it's we have the solutions are in plain sight. We can talk forever, right? The solutions are in plain sight because yeah. one month of military spending in the US will cure world hunger for a year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like our priorities so much fear right. we can we have there is no lack there is no need for depopulation even no. there's more than enough for all of us there's such an abundance of energy out there and now we understand the quantum world we're only moments away years away even from being able to manifest things from energy you know we can like turn deserts into jungles if we want because now yeah. we understand how to take water from the atmosphere and you know nourish the desert and turn it into a crop field uh, you know we can do anything we want that uh, we can set our minds to because we are a magnificent race of people that just happen to be stuck in a rut right now and, yeah, and that's yeah. all it is and that, well, but it's just about that's us good, we're almost good. out of that kali yuga you know yeah, and yeah. Uh, we're magnificent almost people magnific magnificent people just happen to be stuck in a rut right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all it is that's man. good dude that's good <laughs> That should be a t-shirt or something. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe make one into that. Make one into a t-shirt. Sure. Put our All vocals right. on it. <laughs> okay, so let's close it out. All right, everybody. So thank you so much, everybody, for being a part of the first Disclosure Agenda episode. We'll be back next week. Omar, myself, and Alan Steinfeld for episode two. Um, hello, and welcome to everybody on the Portal to Central Radio. Please do go ahead and check out our podcast, Portal to Central Radio. We have about 60 episodes so far on there, um, some amazing content, and going to be putting out a lot of ET UFO stuff in the next two months, but it's really about everything. So thank you all. I appreciate you. This is Neil from Portal to Ascension. Over and out. Take care, everyone.